Welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, whoever probably isn't listening. I apologize for the iTunes and Stitcher situation. There's been an RSS feed error over at uh, Squarespace. But I will be posting these regardless over at uh, my at the website, positivesarcasm.com. Just click the play button. Uh, there's also a mobile setup uh, ready to go and all that other happy horse shit. I apologize for my flusteringness. But uh, I've been spending the last two hours because my computer decided to just take a giant shit in itself because it downloaded a Microsoft program. There's a shocker. So I had to run a backup emergency program. But the original Hipster and Shanes, are, uh, they're all here, guys. Say hello to the fucking... Just shut up. Just say something into the microphone. There's a Wichita State shocker. <laughs> nah, nah, I don't even been to Wichita. I don't even know where it's at. Jack Straw's from Wichita. All right. Jack Straw? But, uh... Yeah, all right, I gotta calm down. Today I'm uh, celebrating John Hamm. I'm uh, wearing uh, jean shorts with uh, no underwear on. Nice. So You're not just, wearing jean shorts. Well, not jean shorts. Uh, what do you want to call these? Cargo shorts? Free ball in it. Free ball in it. John Hamm in it. So uh, I have to stay out the balcony. <laughs> but uh, Jesus Christ. So I think, I think your shorts are Listen, what do you guys been – I know you uh, You had a couple movies you were talking about. Uh, you watched uh, Prince Avalanche, and then you're getting into the whole Firefly, Serenity thing. Yeah. 12, 12 years too late, but I think... Uh, All right, one. Right? Break it down for the folks. Uh, Firefly was a program back in 2002. 2002. 2000 and Nathan Fillion, uh, Alan Tudyk, and a bunch of other B-list actors Summer who actually wow. went... Yeah, who all went on to have a really good careers in general. But uh, after like 12 or... How many episodes was in Firefly? Oh, uh, it was like 16. 14. 16. 14, really? They literally canceled it right afterwards. Um, the whole show was produced and directed by jo- uh, Joss Whedon. I think you know. I think you know his name by now. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good, man. Pretty good. I think that I think that my problem was it's pretty shiny. That twelve years ago when the show started, <laughs> and I remember seeing previews for it, I was like, so. Uh, at the time, I was trying very hard to uh, not reveal my inner geekness. You know, <laughs> I was trying so hard not to be a nerd, trying to be a cool guy, that I kind of let a lot of those shows slip by me. Um, you know, prior years to that, it was a little Star Trek, second generation, or next generation for me. A lot I don't want to compare this to Star Trek. No, no, I'm not I going like to. This, but. Dude, there's nothing wrong with Star Trek. I, there, I was in denial for the longest time. It happens. You just like what you like. You like 90210. <laughs> I, I liked 90210, I did. I watched the little Melrose Place back in the day. There was yeah. actually a guy from Melrose Place that was on an episode of Firefly who played like the inter- intergalactic uh, commander or some shit like that. that uh, Mal right, what's saving what's, his life there. Now oh, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going off the dork cliff here. No, we're not. It's amazing. It's the best <laughs> show ever. It's a good show. So, anyway, uh, so Firefly, obviously, Firefly was the class. The st- it mostly result, result, revolves around a, a crew on a ship, and the yep. class of the ship was a Firefly. Firefly the yeah. name of the ship was called the Serenity. Then That's once the show was canceled, like, what, five years later, the movie came out? Three years later. Yeah. 2005, the movie came out. So Nice. John um, said that when the show was canceled... He made a he made a promise to the crew and the cast that he would resurrect Firefly in some way to get those guys back on the screen, and that's when the movie Serenity came out and made like thirty million dollars in the box office. Well, I mean, How, it, it doesn't even matter. It though, doesn't matter. The no. nerd the nerds on the internet just like freaked out when they canceled it because like it, yeah, it was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, two things: Fox can kiss my ass for canceling that, and NBC can kiss my ass for canceling Community. Well, they, well, Fox canceled Family Guy like twice. Yeah, but still. Fox is fucking stupid, all right? That's yeah. all I have to say. They, can, they, 
they either ruined shows or they canceled them prematurely. So what happened was we were going to do Serenity this week, yeah. and then Seymour watched one episode of Firefly and realized how amazing it is. Well, the first episode, I was like, what? And I didn't get the first scene, but now I get it. I yeah. understand what happened. So now they're now they're now we're going to push off Serenity until he can uh, yeah. finish watching I, Firefly. I only got seven episodes left, so I think I think yeah. I'll blow through those. This I week. started watching it again last Sunday and uh, finished it by Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah, it's a good show. I mean, it's. I also have nothing to do. Yeah, but still. I don't really have much going on either, but yeah. I went to your kids' baseball game. Yep, that was fun. T ball. You should have seen a coach, a coach uh, Mark out there grabbing the bats to make sure the kids didn't hit themselves in the head with uh, the. I almost took one off the kneecap. Though. There were like <laughs> kids running, running to home base when uh, other kids were getting ready to swing the bat and oh, stuff. It man, was crazy. Shit show. It was so. chaos. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, Firefly out. is good. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm digging it. You know, the thing to me is, it's like Joss Whedon is able to take the sci-fi. Uh, he has fun with genre. his stuff. It, he, he actually gives it heart, though. He does. He, yeah. he, I mean, I was not a big Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I fan. haven't watched it. I was. But Bing, right they, here. We talked about this. Buffy part of me wants. To, yeah, part of me wants to watch it now. Oh, I loved it. So is that on uh, Netflix? Yeah. I, so. I, all I know is that the whole Marvel universe, and then the. It what, what do you call it? Capitalizing with the Avengers was something like um, I had so much fun. I was I was originally like, okay, this is gonna, I'm hoping this is going to be a really good movie. And I think I went into it originally. I was expecting the Dark Knight Rises that year to be like the biggest movie of which the movie year. Which movie are we talking about? The Avengers. Oh, and then, they come but out the same year but Dark they came Rises? out the same exact year. It's a different animal. The though. Avengers came yeah. out in May, and I was blown to pieces by how fun and insane that movie was. And man, it was. Funny. Yeah, the thing about it is he has those little moments. Like you haven't seen Serenity yet, but there's everything they, was quick. It was like it was like pure comedy. They they eventually take uh, uh, shit. What's her name? River. They yeah. take River in Serenity. They take River on a mission, and she like points over to this guy laying on the ground, and and Zoe looks over at her like like what? And then uh, River gives her a look like this. She's like, and so she goes over there, and the guy has a gun and everything. It's pretty sweet. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, he he's got those little moments of comedy. That's mixed in with the moments of chaos, with like the battles and yeah. I mean, yeah. Every, something always seems to go wrong in Firefly for the crew. Every mission is is not smooth. And like, what about like the one I was like, I was watching an episode the other night and I laughed because there's like a scene where uh, what's her name, Nora, right? And she's combing uh, uh, what's her face's hair. What's what's the, the younger the younger chick? Kaylee. Kaylee. She's combing Kaylee's hair. Yeah. Now comes into the into the ship and she's giving him a hard time, and she tells him to get out. So he walks out. They literally turns around three seconds later you got time to do my hair and she's like get out <laughs> it's just kind of funny it's just funny, you know, funny I like that part shit. too with uh, when, when they're crashing in the opening scene and he's got the the uh, the, the um, dinosaurs and he's like oh damn oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. inevitable yeah, betrayal and Alpha yeah, Alpha watched. from Dollhouse that guy is in everything Giles Whedon uh, Alan Tudyk is the funniest fuck I like it he was, he was in Dark of the Moon he was also in uh, Night Stale. Remember that movie? Yeah, Dark. Alan T- no, Alan Tudyk was in Dark of the Moon. He oh, was. He was. He was John Turturro's assistant. Yes, yes. And he's he was also in, in uh, what? Suburgatory. Uh, that just got canceled. I was gonna say 28, 28 days later or twenty-eight. He was also in Dodgeball. He was Steve the. He was Steve the pirate. He was Steve the pirate. Either way, he's a funny fucker. Anyways, Steve I have to. The pirate. I have to thank uh, Shane for. Uh, he got me. He knows that I have a record player. I, know, yep. I just bought a cro- like a Crosley or Croxley uh, vinyl thing, and I bought a, a couple. But he got me a bunch of um, old uh, vinyls. Uh, 
Ronnie Dangerfield, Robin Williams, Steve Martin, an older Cosby when he looks like uh, Drake, and uh, <laughs> a really old George Carlin, Operation Full. Like Obama a little bit in that one. Yeah, no kidding. And then uh, Wanted. George Carlin looks like Obama. Live no. in, and then uh, <laughs> Richard Pryor, Wanted. That Richard so, Pryor is going to be What's that? The paper, so the I'm, uh, I'm actually pumped. I mean, the really the only way lately is to discover new music is to go back in time. It really is because unless you're unless like take a dump. because yeah, the Black Keys are good, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. I'm not really getting into them lately. Yeah. But I mean, to really to uh, over mainstream. If I if I've mentioned this on earlier podcasts that I haven't lost, I have to. You have to watch the documentary about a band called Death. Is that good? I heard. Of yes, that. it's good. It's not great. Actually, if you go on YouTube, if you go on go on YouTube. And, and uh, look up ban- uh, Death for all the world to see, and the whole album comes up, and it's about 26 minutes long. And, like, every song should have been a radio hit. I mean, that's how good this band was. Just that one album that they never released. Uh, yeah, you can, you can find it on Netflix or uh, the, the documentary, or you can go on YouTube and you can Google the, the, the album. It's, it, it, was, it is punk at its original form. Better than the Ramones. Way better than the Ramones. Now, weren't they just like some urban kids from like fucking Brooklyn or some shit? Three brothers from Detroit, Motown. Yeah. 1972. The Ramones haven't even come around yet. Are they Caucasian? No, they're black. <laughs> no, they were black. Black. Yeah, three black dudes from Detroit. The name of the band was Death. Death. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were like punk rock. They, they were, were punk. You got to listen to it, Mark. I really think you'd like it. I know you're not a big fan of the Ramones, but I'm telling you, this is this stuff is cool. Like the first song is is like their pop song it's called uh keep on knocking but the song after that rock and roll victim great guitar riff mm. and the last song in the album is called politicians in my eyes that's a great song too have you guys seen uh i would i would totally Superman? put yeah the the apparently the uh directors for director of sugar man died oh yeah i did see that yeah he's gone have you seen that movie? he's gone nothing we can do about it Huh? Have you seen that? No. You should watch it sometime. It's funny. Or it's not funny. It's a really crazy where, story. Where can you, can you get the album? Is it like on, is you it can find... Well, it, you can also find the record. Yeah, it's, they have a new one on Rhapsody, too. It's, I mean, it's all old, but it's new. But right, you... Right. Yeah, just look for it. Well, you can't... Well, I can tell you what. If you look up Death on uh, Pandora, uh, it's going to be like a death metal band. <laughs> yeah, Pandora kind of pissed... Speaking of Pandora, like... Yeah. The other day, I typed in, like... Speaking of the Black Keys, like, I just typed in the Black Keys because I want to listen to some kind of rock, you know, rock or whatever. And like I got some Black Keys songs, I got some Arctic Monkeys, um, some. Uh, and so then all of a sudden I started going into like, into like the older. They started dropping like old, like you know, old rock songs from the sixties and seventies. It kind of went went really far away from the Black Keys, and I was kind of annoyed by with Pandora. That's weird. Going in a weird direction. But anyway. Did you ever get into uh, Alabama Shakes? No. But I listened to a Jack White album the other day, which was actually pretty good. So. I do like Jack White stuff, and I, I am getting into a little bit more of the the White Stripes type stuff because I listen to um, uh, the Eels a lot. Oh yeah, I like the Eels. Yeah, I love them. <laughs> do you? Yeah, I love the, the Eels. Yeah. The Eels are great. E. Yeah, and yeah. Um, but it's basically just one guy. The White Stripes is one of the side mm-hmm. things on Pandora that yeah. is on there a lot. Yeah, the, the uh, Eels. Back and stuff like that. But Eels is a lot of fun. My fav- One of my favorite albums for fall is uh, Eels Live with Strings. And it's just like, I'm the most depressed dude ever. <laughs> you know, his dad invented uh, String Theory? Or alternate, the, the, theory the, of the alternate parallel universe. Parallel thing. universe. Yes. The lead singer of the Eels invented the yeah. parallel universe his theory. Dad or he did. 
his he dad. Can, yeah, he, his, dad's he, a, his dad's his dad killed sock, himself. His sister killed himself, and his mother killed herself. Jesus yeah, Christ. yeah. No wonder the guy's like yeah. all fucked up. But wow. he's a great songwriter. He's got yeah. He's got a couple a uh, couple songs for. I guess we're going on off a music music tangent. What is that? Yeah, what I is recommend. That album? At least we're talking. All right. First of all, well, death. Here I'll show you that one. That's a great all right. I'll recommend a couple albums. Library strings. Yeah, death for all the world to see. Punk rock, 1972, and then you want to get. Uh, if you into live music, if you want to listen to the Eels live with strings, it's like live at Town Hall. That's it's, what it is. Yeah, it's I a black it. and white album. Now it's my favorite live. Like it's it's a fall album. Now here's it. another it's one. Like, if, if you want to go back to like 1998, Eels put out a, uh, um, an album called Soul Jacker, and yeah, there's a, and, a and lo- listen for, listen for part one. Is that the one on your phone? No, that's Fresh Feeling. Right, and, and I feel it all dates back to that song popping up on Pandora one day. I said I said. Joe, the picture of that guy yeah, with let the me, dog. Yeah, and like, ever since then, he's listening to the Eels. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let me backtrack. I listened to I listened to, um, to uh, more story. I listened to more stories with Jay Moore, which is a great podcast, by the way. And I listened to three episodes of that, and he tells the same fucking stories over Excuse and over. Yourself. Hey, 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 go easy on the guy. There's no Burt Kreischer. This <laughs> <laughs> new book is gonna be awesome. Anyway, go ahead. But no, I was listening. I well, first of all, I'm, an, av- I'm an avid, li- I'm an avid listener more because I love his guests. Uh, but he had he had E from the Eels on, and he was and they was talking to him about all this stuff, and you know how his how his fuzzy rock sound is and great. And he sounded like this. Yeah, well, I don't know, man. He, he's a little low key. And then, but then I listened to he, I listened to um, Soul Jacker. I listened to another album. I listened to this. Uh, it was an album. It was uh, Before I Sputter Out. What's yeah. the name of that? Before I Sputter Out. What but, was their hit? That was the that was it. No, they they had one hit. It was was it, it wasn't Vaseline. It was um, fresh. Fe- Do they have a ton? Of, he the thing is he has a ton of actual hits. If you listen to Soul, uh, the album Soul Jacker, just go through the whole Eels uh, library. I think and I to that album. I think that's all great. So I totally recommend the Eels and Death. Uh, I don't know what else to recommend besides. I mean. We don't, don't really have to recommend anything. I mean, just those are just two great albums. Kind of oh, Nova, Nova came for the soul. Nova yeah. came for the soul. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's off the album Freak, Beautiful Freak. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I can't believe I actually know that. We stumbled upon listen to Pandora. I mean, I listened to an Arctic Monkeys album the other day. I like Arctic Monkeys. Uh, he does. He does a cover of a Girl from North County. That, feels, he, yeah, on that, on that live album. You know, it's, it's a great song. A I love the, the song where it goes. He just it, it's it's just quiet guitar and he just goes. It's a motherfucker. <laughs> Please don't make fun of that song because when I was going through my divorce, I was like, "This is the best song ever written." What song is that? It's, it's called best, "It's called It's a Motherfucker." It's the most realistic breakup song ever. It's, it goes, really? "It's a motherfucker being here without you." That's like the whole song. Yeah, okay. it's actually a good song. It's just kind of like it's basically like he what's the it down, uh, like it's you know what it kind of reminds me of? It reminds me of like Ten Thousand Maniacs. There was this girl who. Oh, that song. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Anyways, um, that wasn't Ten Thousand Maniacs. That's uh, Natalie Merchant's band, isn't it? Ten Thousand Maniacs. It's, that was Ten Thousand Maniacs. No, oh, it's uh, no, 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 no. That's the guys, those weirdo guys. That's yeah. Walls or walls of screw. No, it's not typo negative. That guy's dead, Peter Steele. It's not, that's not like. Uh, While you guys look that up, uh, let me let me do a couple of promo reads real quick. Or All right. Hey, for those shopping on Amazon, and you know it's already uh, easy to do, but so is helping us. Just go to positivesarcasm.com and click on either the Amazon link or the banner at the bottom of the homepage. It costs you nothing, but every purchase you make helps support the entire PS universe. Yeah. We appreciate your support, and please tell a friend. I also like to thank LegalZoom.com and RCDGoGo for sponsoring the podcast as well. Please just go to uh, positivesarcasm.com and click on the banners and the sponsors page. 
All right. You can go to Amazon and buy crash test dummies. Crash test dummies. That's right. Go to positivechasm.com, click on the Amazon banner, and buy either the eels, death, if you can find it on Amazon, um, or what was the other one? Crash test dummies. Um, the eels. The eels, eels yeah. crash test dummies, and death. Sure. Um, Why not? Just buy all that shit and do it from positivechasm.com. Yeah. But yeah, seriously, <laughs> only buy the eels. So, yeah. <laughs> so as you guys know, I'm a bit of a Michael Bay fan. Michael Bay is the director of The Rock. Both Bad Boys movies, uh, Transformers 1, 2, and 3. Welcome to the Rock. Uh, Welcome. The Island with Ewan McGregor. Um, and a couple other things. Oh, he Man, did. Scar Joe was in that too. Wasn't he, did, um, he did. He also did uh, Armageddon. But I watched Pain and Game with Mark Wahlberg, and Dwayne Johnson, and Anthony Mackie, who deserves more credit. But, okay, it's based on a true story. Now, this movie has everything that's in Michael Bay's like wheelhouse. Is based on a true story? Yes. Wait, so um, are the guns in this movie Mark Wahlberg's right and left arms? Are, uh, <laughs> dude, Dwayne Johnson is in, Dwayne Johnson's huge in this movie. And so is Anthony Mackie. He bulked up for this movie big time. Ed Harris, not so much. But yeah. this has, like I said, everything yeah, has, this, everything is in Michael Bay's wheelhouse. First of all, it takes place in Miami. That's Michael Bay's wheelhouse. Okay. It takes place at a gym, Michael Bay's wheelhouse. It really? has to gyms, gyms, because it's I'm dead. Only douchebag meat, yeah. meatheads like his movies. But oh. uh, no, because it's based on a true story about how a bunch of bodybuilders kidnapped this one guy and extorted him to, to signing over basically his entire life savings worth, and then they went, uh, and they tried to kill him in the process, which apparently didn't work, uh, and then a detective was hired later on, and these guys went down for it. But you know. They wanted to live the Miami lifestyle, and they paid the ultimate price for it. So it was based on a true story. It happened back in 1995, uh, and it follows their, the entire events. And it's a little Michael Bayed up. But as far as it's – I mean, when it comes to this movie, a lot of that stuff doesn't seem far-fetched. It takes place in Miami, tons of hot girls, lots of cocaine, and a few deaths are involved. Are there any machetes? <laughs> There's probably some uh, you know, G-thongs. Um, as far as Michael Bay goes – G-thongs? This was actually a really fun movie. It's insane. And like I said, it's based on a true story. Uh, and anybody who enjoys Michael Bay movies that are obnoxious, this one is definitely a must-watch. Dwayne Johnson, Mark Wahlberg, and Anthony Mackie, who's been in just about everything lately. It's like when you make like chicken. It's got like a, a dash of Anthony Mackie on it. So anything you I want. I like your hand gesture you just did there. Oh, my little, my little dash. Oh, yeah. My Mrs. Uh, dash. But yeah, that that movie is worth a watch. Uh, I checked out a couple other ones. You guys said you watched Prince Avalanche over the last week. We did. We watched it last night. Yeah. Who's first of all? Who's it starring? It is Paul Rudd, Kansas City's own, um, and then Emil Hirsch. Yeah, and then some lady. I can't figure out if she was a ghost or not. Yeah, I know. And that the fuck old, was that up with old that? guy driving the truck that always had the moonshine. I think so basically, there was this huge forest fire in Texas in 1987. And then in 88 is when this takes place, and Paul Rudden is out there uh, putting the lines back on the highway. And yeah. Emil Hirsch is like his little assistant, but he's his girlfriend's uh, brother. And he's kind of a screw-up, but he's, he's fucking hilarious in this movie. Yeah, he kind of, he kind of steals the <clears throat> show in this place. He's, so. he's really random. He, he doesn't seem very educated. And uh, he makes a lot of comments about girls that are uh, offensive but hilarious at the same time because you just know he's an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty yeah. funny. Uh, it's, I mean, it wasn't what it wasn't it wasn't probably what we were expecting from a movie. Um, like, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Exactly. It, it was, was you know that whole mumblecore thing. What is that? It's it's like really subdued 
realistic stories. It's like a genre of movies now where it's basically like realistic dialogue, um, kind of dialed down. Nothing really it. happens. Uh, that was that. Yeah. Pretty much like nothing. Pretty much like it's like, like it's just thing. like a like a couple of days in somebody's life. Exactly. It's ex- the soundtrack was awesome. Yeah. <coughs> uh, and the. Marks like, Marks Boys Explosions the, in the Sky. Right, the soundtrack was cool. Like sometimes the soundtrack kind of took over a little bit too. There was like scenes where like it was yeah. really intense and nothing was going on. But I guess at that, that moment that might have been the most exciting thing going on in his day. Yeah. But um, there was one Paul Ruddy scene where he, uh, was, he like <laughs> took some pills or something. I don't know. Uh, if he, was he was not. All, he was like all kinds of fucking medication. He said he was all jacked up. Remember? Well, it was kind of weird, but he's sitting there like so. The whole environment is burnt down for us, so it's yeah. all these black trees. And he's sitting there, and of course it's Paul Rudd, so he's got to do his little Paul Rudd dance in it at one point. And so he's sitting there fishing, and he's kind of like dancing along to the soundtrack. It's, that was a pretty funny scene. Yeah. And Emil Hirsch came back from the city at one point, and he was like pissed off the whole time. Mm-hmm. And so he finally got him to talk about why he was mad, and it's because he didn't get laid. But the best scene in the whole, <laughs> the, the, the best <laughs> the line best of the whole line, movie yeah. is... He starts crying like something horrible happened. And he goes, and then it was Sunday, and I couldn't get any puss because everybody was in church. <laughs> and then, go ahead. The best line of the movie. Paul Rudd's like, you really think you're being a good person when you talk, don't you? <laughs> so, um, I watched Jeff Who Lives at Home. Would you com- What would you recommend as far as like a sit-down flick? Would you recommend Prince Avalanche, or would you recommend Jeff Who Lives at Home? Neither. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, sit down by yourself or sit down with a buddy. Like, we were watching this movie last night. Well, not with a buddy. And, I mean... I liked Jeff Who Lives at Home. It was all right. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't funny, yeah. but it was like... I, 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 if you're going with that genre, I would go either Drinking Buddies... I don't know. Drinking Buddies... I mean, if you want to feel awkward and out of place, watch Drinking Buddies. That movie does a good job of making you feel what they're going through with the movie, I think. Also, um, another one I liked was Your Sister's Sister that had uh, Mark Duplass in it from um, Safety Not Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's in that. Oh yeah, and then I Western mentioned that we liked we can yeah, we all unanimously said that we liked that movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good flick. Yeah, um, yeah. There's there's a ton of good movies, man. They're just you just gotta find them. Well, it's like Prince Avalanche was like I was like oh, and then I we watched it and I was like yeah. All right, so do you recommend other people spend their time on it? If you like if you like indie films, if you like Paul Rudd. Then you'll probably dig it. Like if if you like quiet little movies like uh, Garden State or you know shit like that, you'll probably yeah, dig this. See, Hips, I, like hipster flicks, I guess. But I think Garden yeah. State's. I think Garden State's like you know watchability over and over again has a, is a little bit more higher than Prince Avalanche. Yeah. Although like like I said, Prince Avalanche, like the film. I thought the the, the director, the cinematography was really well, like really cool. Really, really is they did focusing on good stuff. It's a little combined. Wes Anderson-y, but without right. without the. There were some funny lines in it. Really deadpan. It was, but it was yeah. kooky. It was cool. It oh, was, happy birthday cool. to Wes Anderson a couple weeks ago. I think oh, he turned sweet. like 45. I like the part two where Emil Hirsch is sitting there painting his shoes. And yeah. Paul Rudd's yelling at him. And he's like, by the way, that that paint's poison. No, he pulls up out of the car. He's like, you know that paint was poison? Because yeah. <laughs> well, there's like this weird part in the movie. Like, it's really funny. Like, right at the beginning, they're painting the lines. And this, and this old dude. This old guy driving this big truck pulls up. And he says something to him. And they're like, hey, you know, and they got the same, you know, they work for the same company, it looks like. Yeah. And then the old guy's, you guys, he's like, you boys want some beers? So they start drinking some beers, and he gives them some moonshine. Moonshine, yeah, mixes the moonshine with the beers. It's the most random fucking thing I've ever seen. But, uh. And then there's some old lady who's in a burnt out house. Yeah. And the old guy acts like he can't see her, but she's there. I don't know. Yeah. It's a weird little flick. It was cool, though. It wasn't bad. I would, I would recommend, if we're talking about 
movies we talked about, I would far more recommend Firefly and Serenity than that. But more, yeah, it's more into it. Yeah, but, but if I mean, you're looking, it was good, if, if that's your thing, like we were saying, if that's your thing, like you like these, kind, you like that type of movie. What do we rate it out of four out of five, or, or I mean, is it five or four? One to five. I would say three. Yeah, I'll, I'll, agree, I'll agree with it's that. It's a solid three. That's what it was on. Uh, on um, what's it's good. Through. It's got. It's got. It makes up for it with the soundtrack and like the the, the way it was shot and the environment's cool too. I mean, and since we're not doing Serenity yet, I'll give Firefly a ten out of five. <laughs> <laughs> I would too. Yeah, I, I'm really liking so far the progress with that. So. All right. Well, I uh, well I did have a chance to uh, catch a couple other movies. Um, Channing Tatum in the Eagle. The Eagle. The Eagle. No, wait, hold on. Is this like? Is this like the, the, the like the the cinema section of like movies that nobody really cares about? Basically, nobody listens anyway. Right. So let's watch. Let's, let's watch the Eagle with Channing Tatum. Cha- all right, I did watch. Chan- I did you just watch. Go out on your own here and like watch whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Dude, I had. I was watching like a movie a night, and I just didn't get a chance to watch Prince Avalanche. But uh, apparently, I uh, didn't need to. But the Eagle is bit is. Uh, you probably would like that movie though. Maybe, but oh, I shit. One last line from yeah from from Prince Avalanche. He was talking about how he fingered the girl, and he goes, "But I didn't go full lamb chop." I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? I don't know. He said something about getting a lamb chop. I yeah, wrote I that know. down because that was a weird line. Anyway, okay, anyway, what other movie did you see? I did. I watched The Eagle with Channing Tatum. Uh, Mark Strong also just happens to show up in it, like Mark halfway. Strong. Mark Strong. Yeah, my neighbor from when I was a kid. Sure. Um, he plays a Roman. He plays a uh, Roman centurion whose father was killed protecting this golden uh, icon called the eagle, and it's based in um, northern England when they built that wall to protect themselves from the Scottish Highlanders. And he basically goes in. He basically pretty much that tone is in that movie. And fucking English. Um, but. No, he's no, he's right because the Romans went up there. They were just conquering everything, and, and Channing Tatum doesn't know. He's just protecting. He's just all about. Can King I ask and a country. question quick? Yeah. Does he uh, have an accent in the movie? Okay, thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> thank you for bringing that up. Okay. Do we have, do we have any audio from that? <laughs> yeah. All right. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Let me answer. <laughs> let me answer that question because this is a great thing, and I'm glad you brought it up yeah, to remind I me. Hear this. All right. You know how in Hunt for Red October, when they originally when he originally is reading from that book. And he's, he's speaking in Russian, and then and, and then they close in on his lips, and then he and it spins from uh, Russian from Russian it's to English, English yeah. but they still have the accent, of course, because yeah. it's authentic. But <laughs> admit, now, in the movie Valkyrie, starring Tom Cruise, he's writing in the journal, and as he's writing in the journal in the beginning of the movie, it switches from German to English. Okay, it has a little bit better spin on it. In the Eagle, the first words out of uh, Excuse me, out of Channing Tatum's character's mouth, Oi. where in a, where in a, he was saying his name and he was greeting himself in whatever language. Scarlet. No, he was, uh, he was, he's Roman. So. Oh, all right. Now the next line what out of his. What period is this? It's like, freaking old. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, Roman. Roman times. Roman times. But here's the thing: the second, the first words out of his mouth are in an accent. The next line out of his mouth and throughout the entire movie. <laughs> Is just Channing Tatum, Twenty One Jump Street. It's it literally is. My name is so and so and so and so. And then that's it. <laughs> that's it. It's just Channing Tatum throughout the whole movie in a Roman centurion me, outfit. Me stripping that one movie. But however, for a for for what it was, it actually was a cool movie. Um, it, it follows it follows based on like true events and things like that. 
as far as how it was back I'm then. So confused. I haven't that. seen any. You know, does it? Well, I, I like Channing. I, not I like Channing. I like Channing Tatum, but why does it always feel like his eyes are getting closer to his nose? Because he's half retarded. No. <laughs> <laughs> his wife is hot though. So I do recommend well, yeah, it. Yeah, he's a good-looking fellow. You're from Connecticut too, by the way. For those, um, all of her buddies went and saw that strip movie together. I. Hmm? What? Your wife and all of her buddies went and saw that yeah, strip movie. Yeah, because they're women. Oh, wow. Um, I see guys with fucking bulging muscles. And the only well, they're not going to find it at home with you. Oh! And the only person that got naked in that whole movie is That's uh, mean. Olivia Munn. Yeah, but she didn't even, did she show, she showed her boobs. Yeah, but that. I put this movie, The Eagle, in the category of Ironclad and The Centurion with Michael Fassbender. So it's got that three-star range. If you're into medieval movies where people go rogue, I totally recommend it. Yeah, this However, was, this, ain't, this, this is no blockbuster by any means. He's rogue with no, a rogue. We should call this whole section <laughs> Going Rogue with Corso because I did watch, um, fucking movies are like, well, these are like Netflix-made movies. It's like, <laughs> hey. I, and before I watched Pain and Gain, uh, I watched Sharknado. I had an... <laughs> <laughs> that was good, actually. I, I did catch one thing. I, I, for some reason, had to stay up an extra two hours one night. And uh, Metall- yeah, Metallica's Through the Never was, was on. Did you watch that? I watched it. Dude, what, what are you doing? You're saying you're so busy. All right. All these I had somebody puking in the house, so I had decided, I was like, all right, I got to stay up an extra two hours. Older or younger? Younger. younger. All right. So, so I'm going around. In this situation, I decided, all right, oh, I'm going to stay up. So I watched Metallica Through the Never. As far as uh, the movie, like the actual plot, there's nothing going on. It's just a kid running around during some basically apocalyptic riot. With, but me- then, with Metallica playing in the background? Metallica, no, Metallica's on stage. They're in concert. It's basically Metallica in concert. While there's an apocalypse going on? Yeah. Can I ask you a question, though? Is it the good Metallica or the last? And I know it's now, but did they play the good Metallica songs or the last 20 years of bullshit Metallica songs? Wow. They, dude, they when was pl- the last time they made a single good song? I don't know. What do you mean? Metallica. Death, Mag- Death Magnetic was a good album. Death like Magnetic that. was their last album that just came out. I like The Memory Remains. The Memory Yeah, like back in high school was the last time they had anything good. All right. Oh, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Death Magnetic. Okay. Load. That was Load. That no, was that, was re- load, that was Reload. reload that was Garage Incorporated was fine. What was the album with The Memory Remains on it? That reload. That was Reload. reload. Yeah. That yes. was a good album. That was, yeah, a, that was good shit. And they played two songs off of Reload. They played Memory Remains. And they played Fuel. Hold on, can I ask a question? While Mama we're talking said. about this, is Memory Remains, what's the song with the old lady that's like, la, da, da, da. That's Memory Remains. Yeah. That's Mick Jagger. And, like and the whole crowd sings that part. Yeah, that, that's, oh, really? that's, I cool. love, that's probably one of my favorite Metallica songs. Now, really as far like as they played, they played, they oh, played yeah. Memory Remains, they played uh, Fuel. Yeah. They didn't play anything from uh, St. Anger. That's not surprising. That's probably good. Yeah, right? I know. I, I actually did want to hear St. Anger, though, because that's a great How's song. Give me fuel, give me fog. Oh, okay. yeah. They played uh, at the end when the whole stage falls apart. They played uh, "Kill the Lights." God, spoiler alert! Or no, word. they played they played hit they played "Hit the Lights" from okay. "Kill 'Em All." They played, oh, sweet. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. Yep. They played um, in the credits. They play Orion. Did they play like "Ride the Lightning" or anything? They played. Oh, I think they started with "Creeping oh. Death." I love old Metallica. I think they, they. I think the first out. I think the first song when they hit the stage was "Creeping Death." Okay. And um, you know the you know the the uh, I think they played "Ecstasy of Gold." I told you, you like my, that operatic entrance, and they all come out. My high school band was basically a bunch of white kids wearing khakis after their Catholic school, like gets that, out. Yeah. Then, then they're like, "Hey, we're gonna play Metallica songs." But they they sample in and out. Like they played the beginning of "Wherever My I May Roam." I think they played "Enter Sandman," but as as far as like the the the, the Enter the, Sandman, bring me a tree. <laughs> I love that track, right? <laughs> I want to. Um, 
I wanted to hear different songs. It wasn't exactly what I, the the stuff I wanted to hear, but I for go, people who like Metallica. Into Sandman, <laughs> bring me a dream. Sorry, sorry. There was uh, the scene when when they were about to play the the song one. You remember the song one? No, no, no. Yeah, one. And the stage changes, and in the beginning of one, when you hear the war going on in the beginning, and the screaming soldiers and the helicopters. What happens is all of a sudden smoke starts on the stage, and then you see gunfire. Literally, you see tracer what? fire. Tra- what? You hang see on, tracer hang fire. On. Let's set the Whoa. scene here. You guys ready? Yeah. Live studio. Do it. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you? Okay. Set the scene. For okay. You hear? You see smoke hitting the stage, and then you see helicopters. You hear helicopters flying by, and then tracer rounds hitting the stage. And as the tracer rounds are hitting the stage, there's explosions and actual like it looks like something's banking off of the of the floor. And it looks really impressive. Like, the, that was like, wow, that looks like bullets are hitting the stage. Sounds pretty awesome. And then if you folks remember uh, the album Injustice for All. I Lady, that going better. I Lady Justice was on the, was on the, was in, on the album cover. She they, got her yeah. blindfold on. And... When they were playing, this, playing one of the songs from that album, the, literally technicians came out and built Lady Justice on the stage. And then Charlton Heston comes out and he goes, you bastards. <laughs> You, uh, you playing at the age that shit? Probably not. Yeah, you're damned. But you're damned. of course, it's Metallica. So the only reason they build Lady Justice is to explode it, knock it down. Yeah. And one of the pieces, I think the head falls off and almost hits Lars Ulrich's drum set. That would be so awesome if it did. Well, towards the, the end, there's a whole. Towards the end, there's like a huge, a huge like you know, the whole stage falls down. One guy gets set on fire. Sadly, not Lars Ulrich. And then, uh, and then they kind of go on from there. But what's up with their bass player that they've had? The Robert Trujillo from he's Suicidal so, Tennessees. He always stands like he's getting ready to take a dump, but he's like a surfing, dude, taking a dump. That like, guy is a gorilla on yeah, stage. He is awesome. <laughs> he is awesome. The guy with ponytail. Yeah, he has like dual ponytails. Yeah, he's he's yeah. pretty ridiculous. On stage though, he he had his hair flailing out. Kind of looks like. And uh, uh, like Kirk Hammett. Yeah. Kirk Hammett, not to fear. He still he still got the long hair. Yeah, he still got the long hair and the li- and the little boy like black peach fuzz. He's got he's got a hairline like me with long curly and greasy got, hair and it was greasy. He's got a voice like you too. Um, was that terrible. <laughs> with a lisp. Yeah, but all right, I I probably rambled way too long on this no, on this whole funny. thing. But um, for those who like Metallica and just enjoyed you know, like whatever, totally watch it. You're in and out and you, you know, you get to listen to some old Metallica and some new Metallica and that's pretty much it. So I recommend it three stars. Simple as that. Don't need to go any farther than that. Giving away stars here today. Huh? Um, I usually do. Anyways, I want to give a, a, a big ups to our city go, go. If you're looking for the latest independent artists and entertainers, then simply select the city closest to you at rcitygogo.com with new content and community events at the forefront. It's the easiest way to find out what's happening in your area. Don't stay home like Shane. Be in the know with R City Gogo. Visit R City Gogo for more information. Speaking of Channing Tatum, by the way, when am I ever home? I'm out like. Okay, goes out more than we speaking need. of Channing Tatum, I, uh, there's two things also. No, real quick, we were discussed last week how uh, Gerard Butler. Why are we talking about Gerard Butler? All right, real quick update. Last week we talked about Gerard Butler dropping out of the. Uh, what do you call it? The remake for Point, Point Break. Break. Yeah, well, Edgar Ramirez is going to be replacing him. So you can go to imdb.com and you can check that information out. Channing Tatum is confirmed as Gambit in the next uh, X-Men movie, X-Men yeah, Apocalypse. I heard about that. I don't know. That's interesting. It's official. Instead of, instead of my boy, Taylor Keach. Yeah, yeah Taylor Keach was kind of bad. It's official. In the red carpet interview with Total Film, Shula Donner explained the casting choice. Quote, he's a rogue, Channing. He's a rascal. Just like Rennie oh Lebeau. God. Remy Lebeau. 
and he can handle the action, and we all know that. And he's, he has a really good heart. I think he'd be great for gambling. Guys, for Gambit. This. When does uh, Goonies 2 come out? I don't know. I'll find out more. <laughs> he added, uh, she added, he's a, and he's a southerner too. He understands that world, and you know Gambit loves New Orleans. So yeah. Channing Tatum is going to be playing Gambit, unlike, uh, well, you know what? Because here's the thing. Anything that Taylor Kitsch touches dies. All right? He did John Carter of what? Mars. Well, hold on. Yeah, All right. That's true. Taylor, Ki- Taylor Kitsch, John Carter of Mars, died in the box office. Well, that wasn't his fault. Taylor Kitsch, Battleship, died in the box office. Okay, so I just want to say that I've always thought he was a terrible actor, too. But I, started I didn't say he was a terrible actor. I said whatever he touches turns to I shit. I started watching Friday Night Lights again this week, and yep. he does really good in that, man. That's Riggins. He plays a, a really good, low-class drunk. Well, yeah, basically. we have to go back to Edgar Ramirez in Point Break. Yep. He's playing Modi. Really? What else was he in? <laughs> I have no clue. He's playing Modi. That's freaking, what's his face? That's, that's, that's... Swayze's? Swayze, man. And then we have, it looks like Luke Bracey is Johnny Utah. Johnny Luke Utah. Bracey. So they're basically doing it with nobodies. Oh. G.I. Joe retaliation. Well, so, sense. yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, okay, well, that's the end of that. Well, so... It looks like he's playing Cobra, he played Cobra Commander. Did you, did you keep your pants dry when you saw the new Transformers trailer? I actually tweeted out once I saw the new trailer. I said I literally, I think I just pooped an Autobot. Okay, that works. <laughs> really? You thought it was that good? I didn't, I, I, I didn't watch it. I just saw it. In dude, podcast. I am, I'm pumped. I am. I don't care. Movie. Mark Wahlberg's in it. Michael Bay's directing it. Uh, and Optimus Prime looks pissed. Yeah, and he gets a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. He rides with that fucking sword on fire. What? You yeah. Didn't see that? Was a T-Rex. I didn't watch it. Dude, oh, it's a real one or like a robot? No, like a freaking robot one okay. anyways um, the next movie I'll be catching is Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt in the Edge of Tomorrow they had the IMAX exclusive in the movie theater and that looks pretty insane that's like Battle of Los that's like Battle Los Angeles only like repeating over and over and over I can watch Emily Blunt do stuff for a while that's fine yeah Emily Blunt beat some shit up Merch. she looks good yeah, I like um, they definitely sexed her up a little bit for this movie of course she doesn't need any sexing she up. doesn't need any no she doesn't um, next, uh, next on the news list, uh, The Purge, to become a touring horror show. Uh-oh. The mobile attraction will visit cities across the country in the weeks leading up to the July 18 release of The Purge Anarchy. What the hell does that Starring mean? Frank Grillo, who played Crossbones in uh, Captain America. Ahead of the release of The Purge Anarchy, the sequel to last summer's low-budget horror hit, Universal and Blumhouse Productions, are bringing the breakout attraction to cities across the country. The immersive experience places people inside the annual Purge Night, 12 hours a year when all crime is legal. No thanks. Groups of visitors will be held captive by a demented psychopath 30 minutes before the purge begins and must work together to solve a series of increasingly complicated, <laughs> mind-bending puzzles to escape captivity. Quote, our goal of, with the purge breakout is to bring the universe of the purge films directly to the audience, Bloomhouse CEO Jason Bloom said in a statement. This experience allows fans across the country to the chance to immerse themselves in the intricate world that the series writer-director James DeMonico has so painstakingly crafted. Yep. We hope that the, they enjoy being scared out of their minds. The mobile attraction begins in Atlanta on May 30th, spends weekends in Miami, New York City, Philadelphia, Chicago, and Dallas before its final stop in L.A. from July 11-20. So, uh, any fans of The Purge? Uh, there you go. If you I would s- just like to point out, I just looked it up in IMDb. And yep. I'm kind of stoked now because... The, right what, now. the Purge Anarchy? Yeah, because Saracen from Friday Night Lights is in it, and his cast, his character name, Shane. 
All right, so we somehow managed to fucking salvage this podcast. No, hang on, guys. I'm not done here. I'm not done either. I got the birthday game for you guys coming up. And Shane, I think you have a shot this time. I just want to ask. Yep. Did you think those stories were funny? I did. Okay. I read them. Which stories? The The ones ones I gave you last week. Oh, and I do apologize. Oh, no, I don't really care. I had assignments this week, and uh, Shane and Mark called me out on it. I totally dropped the ball because I had such a busy week. I'm about 95% done with that Todd Snyder book, and I would recommend it. It's funny as hell. He basically likes drugs a lot, and he's got crazy stories about being on the road. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my recommendation tonight, um, next week, if you guys will give me a chance, I'm going to do a little recap, because tonight I'm going to a concert. Uh, I'm driving down two hours away to see Hayes Carl, and I know neither one of you guys have heard of him, but he's one of my favorite songwriters on earth, and if there is actually anybody that listens to this podcast, you might listen to him, because mm-hmm. he's funny. And... It's kind of like the, the way Carl. I look at Hayes Carl is like you know how earlier we said that uh, Joss Whedon takes the genre of sci-fi and actually gives it like heart and something more than what they what else it, sh- it normally does. has. It does. It, it, they put he effort. Effort. And he makes characters that you and it's well written. Yeah. Well, I, I I look at Hayes Carl and Jason Isbell kind of like that now. Like there's people that take the whole con- country Americana thing and actually make it worthwhile. Like John Prine back in the day and. Chris Christopherson and all those. Crappy. Chris Christopherson. He's a great writer, bro. Chris Christopherson? Yeah, he can write some fucking songs. He Wasn't wrote, he a singer? He, yeah, he wrote me and Bobby McGee. He wrote... Um, the actor from Blade? Album. Yeah. I had like a... Chris oh. Christopherson's the man. He can do, do like an album with, um, what's her face? Streisand? Maybe. I have the, I have the guy that I have a record of that. He, he's a really good fucking songwriter, though. But anyway, um, Hayes Carl is in that similar vein, kind of like Towns Van Zandt. He's a great songwriter. He has a song called She Left Me for Jesus, and it's basically like uh, his buddy went on a blind date, and the first thing she said to him at the door was, I have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and if you can't accept that, then you should better leave. And so they wrote a, like a satirical song that was like, what if the, the guy not only wasn't good with that, he didn't even know who Jesus was, so he thinks his, his girlfriend's leaving him for a guy named Jesus. And it's a funny fucking song. It's really clever, so... I would recommend anybody out there look up Hayes Carl and She Left Me for Jesus if you want a good laugh. So we got a few to recap. We have, um, was it Todd Snyder? Yeah, Todd, Todd? Snyder. I'm not, I don't really like his music, though. All right, so what, what, are we, what are you recommending? Todd Snyder's book. Yep. Okay, and then Hayes Carl is a great fucking songwriter. I'll give you guys a little recap of the concert okay. that I'm going to tonight next week, but it's, it's going to be great. All right, and I recommend uh, Pain and Gain, Metallica Through the Never, and uh, anybody who hasn't seen Godzilla, We're go see Godzilla. If you're into monster movies, it is pretty ridiculous. It's like it has a mix of gravity where there's not a lot of sound in some cases, but the destruction is probably puts Pacific Rim on its ass. <laughs> All right. Uh, original Hipster, do you have anything you want to recommend? Get off your fucking uh, iPhone. No. <laughs> Other, no. You're on your fucking iPod. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Well, I'm getting ready for the birthday game, which I hope you guys are ready no, for. That's the album I was trying to find, and that's the one. Oh that, yeah, that's the one Todd Snyder talks about in that in the, in the, in the article. Yeah, he in talks about Chris Christopher. Yeah, the article. Lot. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. That's, that's that's Streisand right there with him on the cover. Okay. Sweet. All right. Isn't so what's uh, yeah? That is yeah. What's close? What's close up with uh, the birthday game? Because I know you guys have some stuff you got to do, as do I. But uh, all right, I think it's gonna be like a best out of nine. All right. Best out of nine. I'll recommend. Here's my recommendation. All right. It's to be a Jack White album that I downloaded the other day that I thought was really good. Is it Blunderbuss? 
Yeah, actually, it is Blunderbuss. Yeah, yeah it was, I, Blunderbuss was the shit. It was really good. I, I, it kind of mixes is like you know his rock with a little bit of country in there, a little bit of like because because it was just watching Firefly, a little bit of this with like a brown. Oh yeah, 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 In this album and a lot of piano too. He did I a lot of the music from um, Cold Mountain. Remember that movie? Yeah. Uh, he did a lot of the, that soundtrack was really good. That's another one, but he did all on like that little guitar I have. Okay. Like plays the whole thing. Nice. Like. Yeah, right. but Jack White's good. There's my, there's my recommendation. Blunderbuss. Okay. All right. You guys ready? A little, a little pulp. A little, uh, okay. Get you guys in the mindset. Tarantino. Tarantino is kind of the beginning theme. Okay. Now, you guys know what to do. You, know, you yell at your name. Okay. Now, if you get it wrong, you have to wait for the other person to pass. Okay. Yeah, I'll totally get on that. Yeah, since we have... It took us four hours to get right. it set up today. First things first, I'd like to say uh, happy birthday to Malin Ackerman and Gabriel I Byrne. I don't know who Gabriel Byrne is, but I know Malin. Gabriel oh. Byrne? All right. Byrne? That guy's in, like, isn't he an usual suspect? He was also in End of Days. Yeah. Now, you ready? Here's the first, here's the first clue. Pulp Fiction. Hey, Mr. Carter. That's not your name. Shane. Oh, that's your name. That's my name. Here's the second hint. You ain't got no problem, Jules. I'm on the motherfucker. Oh, Mark. Big Rains. 55 years old today. Yeah. yeah. I can't think of that other guy's name that I was trying to think of. What's right. his name? Hold on. famous guy. Wait. John Re- Travolta? Thank you. All right. Here's the second hint. Here's the second. Mark is up one nothing. Ready? Here it is. Yeah. Bring it. My name is Winston Wolf. I solve problems. Uh, Mark. Yeah. Harvey Keitel? gonna be okay (laughs) that is it he is 75 years old today holy shit hey Paige mcconnell's 51 all right nice get here's your chance to get on the board also happy birthday to lena dunham and samantha morton you heard the new song that's out all right here we go on your game shane twilight kristen stewart supposed to say your name fucking shane kristen stewart no who else is Mark, Billy Burke. No! Mark, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. Why would that be up my alley? I've never seen Twilight. Because there's only two options. There's more than one. Remember when Kristen Stewart was attractive before she got all, like, mopey? You got, there's a ton of characters in that show. All right. Movie. Back so to I've Pulp. Seen all of them. Back to Pulp. Back to uh, Tarantino. All right. <laughs> Um, okay. I can't give you it's shit because I love pleasure. Hunger Games. I I All right. Hunger Games too. All right. Diverse. You've already named Kaitel. He's out. Yeah. Here's the clue. Oh, Reservoir Dogs. Shane, Steve Buscemi? No. Fuck. Oh, I got the guy. I can't think of who. I can't think of who. His name I'm thinking of for that movie. Damn it. I got Madonna's big fucking dick in one Five year. seconds. This is another guy from that movie. All right. Here's, here's another hint. Four rooms. Shane, Hugh Grant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was thinking of four weddings in a three room. All right. Here's a clue from Reservoir Dogs. I'm a cop. I can't remember who the cop is. All right. Is final on. hint. We're not going to get it, bro. The Incredible Hulk. It's not Chris Bana. Yeah. Mark Edward Norton? All right, no, Jesus no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Christ! It's Jesus. It's Jesus, Mark. Incredible Hulk. I don't know who. Time's up. Tim Roth. 
Who the fuck was I supposed to know that? Yeah. It's fucking Tim Roth! I don't remember. Who Tim Roth is? Alright. Alright, come on, Shane. Tim Roth. Actually, you know what? Wait a minute, you're only you're you're only up two oh. So here's your chance, Shane. Ready? Alright. Uh oh Chris Stewart's gonna be answer. Okay. Let's see. Director. This oh is just God. this is gonna be a speed test. A speed test. No. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, Mark. Yeah. No, fuck. Uh, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> oh, Raiders. No, Raiders. I know, I was joking. It wasn't Spielberg, was it? No. Was it? No. Okay. What? Spielberg and Lucas were involved in Alright. I'm canceling it. I'm, I'm canceling this. I'm canceling this one. No, just keep going. Go ahead. Alright. It was George Lucas. He turned 70 today. Alright. I did direct Raiders. That's Give me the first name. <laughs> just the first name. Coppola. Francis. Mark. Francis. No. Shane. Francis. That's my middle name. No. Sophia. Thank you. No problem. Alright. 2 1. You fucking idiots. Alright. Here we go. Oh, I'm sorry. We don't have the answers right in front of us. Okay. What movie should you direct? Muscle translation. Ah, good one. All right. All right. She was in The Sopranos. Oh, my God. Not her. I don't know. Go ahead. Uh, give me another clue. Meadow. Oh, shit. What's her name in real life? Can't think of it. The guy from Bruce Springsteen. No, no, Street no, Brand. no. Big no. pussy. Isn't that his name? Give you her initials. J-L-S. Jamie Lee Siegler, Shane. Yeah, nice. I'll give you that High one. Five. All right, she, so it's two one. Hey five. She dated E on ah. Entourage. My wife. Wow. Whoa. Oh. Oh, drop the iPod. It's okay. Don't I only paid thirty dollars for it. Okay. Um. Here's here's actually. Unbreakable. I'm gonna, actually, this one I'm just gonna throw it out there. Happy birthday to Chaz Palminteri. He's uh, sixty two years old. He was in the movie Jade. Okay. He was also in Tales from the Bronx. He's got he's a catch in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. All right. Okay. This these two are easy. For one either one of you, these two are easy. First clue. Machete. Machete. Oh, Danny Trejo. Mark Danny Trejo, right? Danny Trejo. The dude's like seventy seven, isn't he? Seventy years old. Yeah, Wasn't he on Marin? Huh? Wasn't he on Marin? Yeah he was. That was hilarious. Was. Yeah, the episode with uh, what's his face from uh all right, here's the next one. Oh, Toss Snyder's got a story in that book about Phil being in rehab with Phil Hartman's wife. Like, she wouldn't say who she was. Oh, and she was, like, fucking crazy, and then she went crazy and killed. Ready? Oh, yeah. He's got crazy stories. Double O seven. Pierce Brosnan. Mark Pierce Brosnan. That's correct. Yeah. And get your name first. Shane. Isn't he, like, Shane. Jade Doll. 61 years old yeah. today. What is it? T-Dot? T-Dot. T-Dot. Money Penny. Hello, okay. Money Penny. Get over here and get on All right. jetpack. Get off that board and get off my get jetpack. Off my jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I love you, man. It's such a good All right. All right, next clue. Get Peter, you're a whore. <laughs> Twister. Mark. Helen Hunt? No. You can't you can't double back. Shane, that other guy who looks like he could only be a star. Shane. John Paxton, the the, the point guard for the Bulls <laughs> in, in Notre Dame. John Paxton. Happy birthday to Oh no 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 Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Happy birthday to Bill Paxton. Oh, I was close. Bill Paxton. All right. 
I know you. I got two more clues. I got two more. I think you're kind of getting smoked, but I haven't even really. Oh, oh shit! I just gave away the clue. Ready? Smoke. Here's here's the first clue. Smokers. Here's the second clue. Water world. Shane, Kevin Costner. No. Who else is in Water World? Dennis Hopper. Died in 2010. He right. smokes during the movie. Did you know there's a there's an episode of Community where they where they like basically reenact Waterworld? Like nice. it's so that show is so funny. Here's the last here's the last clue. Okay, last movie, last movie, or last actor? Actually, here we go. Okay. Um. Wasn't an actor. Was not an actor. Yeah. The Social Network. Think carefully about this one. Well, I know I can't think of his name though. Winning all night. All right. The the. <laughs> I mean, the kid from the movie. Yeah, no, the 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 kid. Not the, an actor. I know, but it's the guy he played. Here's the no, not uh, also. Not Zuckerberg. And not the director. Was it the Wonder Boss twins? No. <laughs> What's the next clue? Soundtrack. Oh, Trent Reznor. Shane, Trent Reznor. That's correct. Ah, I would also like to recommend. Fish's new song. I've been winning all night. I just got some dead stairs. Oh, one more. I got one more. I got so terrible. Bonus round. Bonus. Oh, this is. I did really bad this episode. Blue Jasmine. I like the way you look at me and enunciate like I can read your lips. Kate Blanchett. Jesus Christ. Money, right here. Money, penny. Uh, who dominates? Who get dominates? Up, get off that board. Birthday game. Hey, you should ask. Uh, you should ask Mark who won on the last second. Right now, I'm thrusting Shane's head into my into my. And your <laughs> I beat Mark by 70 points in Madden last night, and then what happened? Oh, the second no, time. No, it was 60. All right, fuck you. Last second, bombed it. Oh my god, this guy, right? Did you bomb it? Oh, no, I bombed no, it. No, I'm up five with six Straight seconds to left. Roddy he White. throws a bomb into the end zone. I got three guys there. Fucking guy catches it. Game over. No time left. Wins it. All right. Next week, we're going to go over a couple other movies. We're going to figure this whole thing out. We'll get back on track. Uh, I'd like to uh, apologize for the mess I made today with the whole podcasting situation and the uh, RSS feeds. Podcast Nation is going to I'll figure it all out. Uh, Next week, I'm also going to have a uh, a statement regarding the patent troll situation, something I feel very strongly about. Um, I will be calling out some people. But until then, uh, this is a positive sarcasm presentation. Any final thoughts, guys? I'm sorry about the uh, Metallica. Patent control, like we're anti-government, right? No, no, it's some. I'll, we'll go over it. Um, I also have a final statement about it. But until then, uh, watch, watch, hey watch guys, Firefly. regardless of the fuck ups, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep pushing ahead. We're gonna get better at this. And uh, hell, I don't know. It's Shane, good. thank you for the records. I appreciate that. <laughs> thank you guys for your patience. Once the RSS feed is fixed, we will get that back up and running. We will be able, be available again on iTunes and Stitcher. Until then, later. Audis. Hey, Godzilla. It's over! You must forgive! Damn lizard!